is waiting on fries. That you don't get it? You don't, what do you mean you don't get waiting on fries? Hopefully the customer never hears waiting on fries, but all this time on the entree and it's perfectly executed and then you're it's like, ready to go. I forgot to fire the fries. I just always use that when I forgot to put somebody's order in and I was like, hey, I'm just waiting on the fries. It's gonna be two more minutes. Realistically, I come back 10 minutes with food. Exactly. <laughs> How many times you just like walk into a place and you've got this perception, you haven't been there before, you saw all these beautiful social media feeds and like in your head you just thought you were going to have the best time in the world going out to this bar or restaurant? Most of the time. I feel like a lot of the times when I go out I know where I'm going and I'm going there for a specific reason or a specific dish or something like that. You know, maybe it's date night. Maybe you want to take the lady out. Maybe you want to go see something special out there that you haven't seen before. And, yeah. like, everybody keeps on tagging these places on social media, and you're like, God, got to go. They got lights, and they got cameras, and they got action. And you show up, and you just have a whole different experience than what you were supposed to expect. That does like, happen sometimes. It's like the restaurant equivalent of a thirst trap. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's an excellent way to put it. The Instagram trap. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, when we like set up these expectations out the gate, and I, I mean, you guys know, we tell everybody all the time give your guests the expectations that they're going to have. You got to be able to meet expectations once they're set. Exactly. So, you know, if we're waiting on fries for a long time, let's just say, hey, we're still waiting on fries. It's going to be five minutes or so, and then I'll come back with the food, right? Yeah. And I mean, if it's, if, you're waiting on fries for a long time. Maybe you. Uh, that was cute what you just said. All yeah, I'm going nice. to say, though, is that we're maybe not. Maybe throw them a little something extra. Maybe yeah. buy them a round of cocktails or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of ways to fix problems. The bro. way you just put that sentence makes it feel like, you know, when you, ha- you watch a, a sitcom and in the opening credits, yeah. you hear a line or you see a scene, but then like two seasons later, you actually see the scene that, that was, was in the scene. trailer. That was it right <laughs> that there. That was the scene right there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, here's the, here's the problems, right? We're kind of understaffed still in restaurants and we're trying to fix these problems therefore we have to deal with crazy things and uh, by that i mean we have to make up a lot more jobs than we're typically doing within this bar and restaurant world and people are doing two or three jobs at a time sometimes yeah and i understand that being in this every day and seeing this every day in a lot of different places now and you guys get it because we've been wearing multiple hats and but for some reason the people coming in still don't understand that we're having these problems yeah, because, I mean, it's not immediately obvious every time you walk in that a place is understaffed because, you know, they're working hard to, to you know, keep everything tight. Well, Smokehouse has their shit together. It looks good every single time you walk in. You That's have no idea yeah, they were trying to steer away from the iceberg. I wasn't you know? trying to name drop, but, yeah, things are tight in here. Always. Sure. So uh, here's... At least they look that way. Here's That's what happens, That's right? Can we go? Can we go through the steps that happen when you go into a restaurant, typically? You open up that front door. You walk in. You see the greeter or first impressions, the hostess or hopefully, the host. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, that's probably the first point of contact where you could start not meeting expectations if you walk in and your hostess stand or host stand is empty and you're not there to greet somebody. Yeah, so where do they go, right? Where do they go? Know, probably to the back for some fries. Uh, I would like to note one of the things that Cheesecake Factory does pretty well, and that's have a million hosts and hostesses at the front at all times, so somebody's never not there. Yeah. So they're kind of like crowd control while somebody else is bringing you over to your table. But now, does that feel like overkill? 
does it. I mean, you never have a terrible time going in there, except for the fact that you have to wait because it could be busy, I guess. Uh, not that I frequent Cheesecake Factory by any means, Sounds but like I'm just saying, you know, we know the protocol. But now when you look at smaller mom-and-pop job restaurants that maybe only have one or two of these things, they might only staff one host on the weekdays or one host on the weekend even. And it's hard to kind of slide in between there where you say, oh, people are continuously walking up to the door. Who's supposed to be taking care of them here? I don't know. I don't well, know. Keep, keeping, a ho- like, keeping a host in generally, I think, the idea, right? You keep a host there, and that's the first person you walk in the door, and you want a nice attitude. It's hard to keep – you want to keep your uh, system in place to keep the host up there. Because, right. like you said, they dip in the back. Someone else got to clean this table. I got to run this back there. But there's also the other side of the dipping in the back. It's not that they're going to the back. They might actually be seating somebody while somebody else is walking up. They're this not always true. at fault. No, this that's what I mean. Like, they were doing – doing work yeah. like they see a table needs to get reset so they just walk away for some and it you know it's it's hard to do you decide you want to have two hosts and say you once once you always stay here. here all the time yeah. and the other one is the one you send out and to see tables or go do whatever side work but then you have to you have to weigh your uh you weigh the labor yeah. that comes into the experience right do you want to make sure that every time someone walks in there's someone standing right there or are you okay with it maybe Sometimes not being there. And that's fair again. Yeah, weighing the labor. Well, what's it cost for a host to be there during primetime hours? Right now? In general. $75 an hour. $75 no, I'm an hour. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm being over. Who are, over you, who are you hiring? I'm just. I'm Only being, the best. I'm being over dramatic. No, but this is where I'm we're old. at, though, to get <laughs> staff in the building, apparently, is raise the hourly wage to $75 an hour. You know I'll what I mean? So uh, how much does it cost to put a hostess in? We talk about fifteen bucks an hour-ish, something like that, Somewhere in the course of five, six hours yeah. on a Friday, Saturday night, maybe. Yeah. Yep, depending on the structure, if they're pooled, tip pool or not, whatever. So. All right, so that's another body in the tip pool potentially. I actually you... like the scenario where the the host is like the front of house manager. Mm. Yeah. To, to me, like a lot of a lot of the smaller restaurants might operate that way, where you walk in and you're greeted by the front of house manager or even the owner. Right. Sometimes is is the is the host. That kind of makes sense in a lot of operations if you have the bodies to then replace that person from other duties that they might have taken. Right. Because then they're, you know, front lines to be able to put out fires and handle any uh, guest interactions that may not be going the way you want them to. Sure. And to do that, then it seems like you have to have a more skilled body than what we typically see at a hostess stand. Usually it's, you know, somebody in high school or co- college early that is kind of just manning the fort in the front. It's kind of, uh, it can be a lower wage area in the, the host position is like super underrated. I agree. Yeah. Because it's like an entry level position in most places. We're like, right. oh, you're not like us. We, you come in and you don't have any restaurant experience, but we, li- we like your personality. We think you're going to fit in. We'll put you on as a host. And you're right. generally the first thing you're doing, but you're also the first person that everybody's going to see. You're so the you're first also point like of really contact. Important. Yeah. You know, so it's an underrated position. Yeah, and that, and that ball could drop all the time. It's essentially like how social media at some point used to be ran by, like, college interns. And they were just like, here, give them this job. Just go tweet some things on Twitter yeah. and, you know, put the Facebook stories together and say a thing about our company. And next thing you know, Colgate is tweeting out swimsuit pictures because the girls logged into the wrong Instagram or, you know, social media account. These things kind of have happened over the course of time. I'm not just making this up. But yeah, I, I believe, I believe that. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. Justin had the, yeah, it's about right face on. Yeah. 
but he, what happens past the host stand, right? Now we jump in. We are now fully immersed. We're walking over to our table, potentially, and we get sat. Sometimes I got sat the worst seat in the house the other day. I felt like Larry David. I was define like, I just get put in the, the ugly corner over here. How do you define the worst seat in the house? I was right behind where the service station was, but the service station was like one foot behind my back. Mm. And it was also on the entryway. Sorry. It was also on the entryway of the restaurant. And in between that entryway, there was a foot and a half of space for people to walk by so between like a- my table, the walkway, the bar, and behind me. Just so like just a very area. high traffic area. I know. I must have said something wrong with the hostess. That's too bad. Accurate. <laughs> so you know that brings another thing as we're talking to experience, right? And it brings up another topic of of again weighing it out. But what happened there is the restaurant probably said we got to get as many seats as possible in here, so we're gonna squeeze this table, you know, right here. Yeah. Where it should be. And you have you have a table that's in an undesired location. So you're weighing out, but if I take this table, it's two less seats. I can't seat this table. Yeah. So you, uh, that's, again, weighing out. Do you want the seats or do you want the experience to hit every time? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, if somebody's going to sit down and immediately have a bad experience because your restaurant's well, operating. Well, desirable table. I, I listened to a, a, a podcast on Planet Money on, on NPR, right? Mm. And the, the episode was called Table 101, mm. right? And the whole project was about this one table that seemed to ha- – have a, a poor turn rate and and the check averages were lower than every other table in the restaurant. So the uh, it was a while ago, but let's say the the owner uh, called in an expert to come in and see like what what are they doing or whatever. And she identified certain things that subconsciously were affecting the guest experience at that table. They removed that table and like put an extra seat at another table, an extra seat at another table because now there was a little more floor. And they found that the check averages actually went up on the other tables and <laughs> just by moving stuff around. That's so it's, you know, short-sighted. You could say, I need as many seats as I possibly can, but... Do you really? Can you, like, sit in your head and say, maybe this, this is causing a bad experience and yeah. I'd rather have the best experience as possible? I, I confirm that I had a bad experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Not only that, but the place was so busy that these damn parents that had their kids with them, the kids were standing and playing in the walkway. So little damn Becky parents, Sue's how hair, dare you your children. Yeah, her, Becky Sue's thinking? hair was consistently in my martini because the tables were that close to the walkway and that close to the bar that everyone was sitting at. Did you request a new drink at that point? No, I just kept drinking. Oh, there's yeah. olive brine in it. There's booze in there. It was gonna and kill Becky everything. Becky Sue's hair. Yeah, yeah no. it was gonna be okay. <laughs> okay. Jay, but, but Jay these, doesn't. Jay doesn't request things like that. He just keeps rocking and rolling. Yeah, I, roll, I appreciate roll that. But, nah. Um, so sure enough, yeah. The next thing that you do is you get brought to your table, and then what happens? So just to keep clear, we have we have like just sat down and we've identified three places where the experience could already not be attention, meeting right? Like you either. Yeah had a good experience or already got ruined yep. and before you even sat down, we didn't even sit down yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, correct. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's baffling when we really like look at it and really kind of just break this apart. So you get your seat, you sit down and now the hostess has left you and now you're on your own little Island <laughs> Finally with on your, your own with your date. Go. And you guys are just sitting there checking out the menu maybe. And well, that now, brings another point, right? Yeah. So how are you checking out the menu in today's day and age? You're likely to find a QR code somewhere that you got to scan and you start scrolling through a menu on your phone, which can be an okay experience if it's designed well. I find but it to be a daunting task. Sometimes. But it can also just be like a really, really unpleasant experience if you don't have a nice digital menu format, you know? 
Yeah. And now here's like the important factors. Ease of access. Now ease you have of a choice. Use. Ease of use and access. Yeah, totally. Uh, when you click that QR code, am I going to get a banner now popping up to say something to me? Yeah. Or is it going to take me to right to a menu? Other pages. Yeah. Now, if there is just, if it's very clear and very basic with big old squares and I can't fuck this up, like, that's fine. I'm dumb. Yeah. Just make it easy for <laughs> make me. Make it easy, exactly. Give me three boxes one that says dinner, one that says lunch, one that says cocktails. And then maybe, maybe four or on, five because you want apps, you want some desserts. Well, no, they'll go on the food or the dinner, like dinner or lunch menu, right? Apps? Dinner? Yeah, right. apps right. go on a dinner menu or on a lunch menu, depending right. on what side You're structure right. we're in. You're right. But maybe at the bottom, just like visit our website in like small lowercase letters, not screaming at me in the three main boxes that I actually need to pay attention to. Yeah. You know, I get distracted easily. You know, I look left when everyone's talking on the right. So this is a problem, though. And there's so many menus that want you to do so many different things. There's so Sign many menus up. you have to click through to get to the menu sometimes. Yeah, where I just flag the waitress or waiter down, <laughs> and I just say, can you just give me a goddamn physical menu yeah. so I can look through it like a regular person? No, I'm sorry, sir. Due to the COVID-19 protocols, we aren't doing that anymore. Everybody's got to go paperless to eliminate points of It's contact. really hard. I, I am now, considering how many different bars and restaurants I've been in now, I am Why are there so many click-throughs, though, to get to the menu? I don't know. Because people don't understand that each click-through is a barrier between your customer and your product. Correct. And we've been preaching this since we started the show. Like, if you're going to do barriers, just make it boom, right there. Right Right there. there. Correct. (laughs) Right there. uh, Don't try to hit them with an ad. Nope. Out of of the amounts of places that I've been jumping in and out of now and getting to their menus, so many of them are returning back to physical menus. Yeah. And I'm loving every moment of that. Every time somebody goes, oh, no, it's the QR, I'm like, all right, give me the fucking thing. I'll scan it. It's, I, I want to go back to the times that we had feels, like paper feels, where Watches. I collect books, right? Yeah. They're on my shelf, and you open them, you can smell them, you could touch them. You're like the last person to do that. Who? Collect books. I would be? Yeah. Like if it's a surprise? Surprise, bitches, I got some books. <laughs> my dad likes books. I believe that too. Cool. Does he like paper menus more than QR menus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See? I would like them to actually you do a study. He's like, let's, let's leave this place. Let's leave. Yeah. yeah. Dude, but he's not alone at that. I know other people that are like that too. My dad's like that. I like, want to see the study of people that want paper menus back correlated to people that buy and read books versus ebooks or Kindles. You know? So my, my thought process has gone obviously back and forth as we well documented, yeah. right? From QR codes to being able to like put whatever you want and switching. I'll just it. say you have a pretty efficient QR process. Thank you. Yeah, yours spent, is pretty good. Spent a bunch of hours trying to streamline that. Yeah. Um, but the, I mean, we went back and forth, right? I'm like, I can put whatever I want on there. Then I can do this. I could change it like that. We want to change the price, change like that. You don't have to do a printing. You're saving mm-hmm. a bunch of money on printing. Yeah. Then we went back to paper menu because like we wanted to give people something to do. Then we went back to QR code because I didn't want to print it anymore. <laughs> right? And it was just easier to do. Now we're in, we're still in the QR code thing, but we're realizing that the menu is not unique anymore. We just talked about all these different experiences. Now we're just scrolling on our phones. Yeah. It's, it doesn't feel um, like you're having a restaurant experience. It feels like you're ordering online something. Or it's not individualized. It's, it's cut and paste duplicated across just the web because that's why it's easy. Right. And if you put a PDF up there, it's going to take forever to fucking download. Right. So you make a mobile-friendly yeah. thing that you just scroll through or whatever you got to do. 
Yeah. So, I mean, th this is one of the bigger problems. And I think that a lot of restaurants, especially the ones that have a little bit of money to fix these problems, are kind of customizing their QR code landing pages and with custom fonts and things like that. And I'm seeing this out there. And it's really cool to see that where it's a little bit better thought out than just like, oh, here's just the regular Arial bold type 12 font. And it says that the drink's $14 and now keep it moving to the next one. And it looks exactly the same. I really don't like when they send, send you to their uh, online ordering menu. Yeah, that's you know? terrible. Like that's that one. I'm like, wait, do I, so do I order here or <laughs> so what happens? What? It's a different thing. But do you feel like, like you just said, here's the drink and it's $14. This is my thought now. If you want to charge, if you want to charge a premium price for a cocktail you created, like a good cocktail, I'm not saying it's not worth it, right? Like you use quality ingredients, you put some time and effort, you create a cocktail, it should be $14, but does it take away that it's not on a menu like printed and you have to go on a QR code and you're just scrolling? Are you still willing to pay $14 or does it feel more like 10 bucks? Well, keep in mind too, that's a relative number to where you are. I mean, New York City cocktails are all like 16, 17 bucks. Yeah. My fucking expense report is ridiculous every single two weeks. Okay, so how well, much you spent, right? Well, like, but take the, me out to lunch. The point, you know. There we go. <laughs> uh, but the no. point being, are you willing to spend more money? Yeah. If, you're, if, if I'm saying, I'm not willing to print a menu, but exactly. I want you to pay f for premium yeah. cocktail. I think, no, exactly. I think it depends on what your thoughts were when you walked in. Like, if you knew what you're getting into, then, like, you're probably okay right. with it no matter what. If you're coming in on a first... But the, can it get wimp? downgraded, right? Yeah, like you yeah. walk in with I, a thing, and now you're on a QR code menu yeah. or whatever. I definitely think it's possible. And then it gets downgraded. And then you also lose the effect of we spent so many years <laughs> figuring out like menu science, right? Yep. Of where to put something to sell a certain thing. And, and what fonts you want to use to define, define your brand and right, all that. Right, whether yeah. you put a box around it or wh whether something's bigger or where... You know, if one thing is priced higher than another item, you put yeah. it in a certain way so that it doesn't, you know, misdirects, it makes it feel, not misdirect. I don't want to say misdirect. <laughs> it sounds like you're like scamming, but it you know what It makes saying. it feel like the, the menu's layout. not all expensive yeah. because you didn't clump all of your, you know, it 36 just, It shows intention. Together. It shows that you thought right. through all of this. Or even yeah. the textile part of it, of what kind of paper, paper you, you put use. it on. Like yeah, it's, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff goes into, are my willing experience. to pay $10 or or. 14 or $16. In, in our market, like right here, Westchester, $14 is like the higher end of cocktails. You'll see 15 popping up, and plus inflation's here too, so get used to that. And that's going to become more of a normal number that you start to see, I think, in my opinion. But then keep in mind too that there's a lot smaller markets out there, and it's probably like $11 is like high-end price point. And to us, that's kind of like, all right, it's a regular cocktail, right? Right it's, right, it's crazy when you look at it that way. But again, I agree with you that what are you doing to justify the prices because half of the experience is where the price comes from. Are you really showing me something in awe where I go, oh my God, this is unbelievable and I've had a great date night and I can't wait to give you my 150 bucks on a check again? Or is everything just so digitalized where it's like, oh, there's a cool sign. They had a cool painting on the wall and I paid like 80 bucks for my dinner and that's it. Now we're out. Right. I'm not. Well, I'm not getting it anyway. If, you, you, read, read, if you read restaurant, man, that's what Joe Bastianich calls the uh, American Express test. Yeah, it's when you get your you get your Amex bill at the end of the month, and you see, oh, I spent X amount of money at this place, and do you look at it and go, nah. yeah, or do you say like, <laughs> oh yeah? Do you see the place and say, oh, that's right, I want to go back there, or yeah. you see the price and go, eh. yeah, no, that's perfect. That's a, a perfect look at because it. Because now the person has had some time to like, yeah, and you're just looking at the financial <laughs> impact of it all.
You want that person to see your restaurant name and say, oh, I remember. Let's go back to that place. Totally. And that, you just brought up another point, too. How does your restaurant show up on a credit card statement? Like mine specifically? Yeah. It's the name of the restaurant. It says Smokehouse. Not the, not the business name. Yeah. It says Smokehouse Tailgate Grill. It says, I think it says Smokehouse Mamaronic or Smokehouse Nershaw. Okay, okay, yeah. But yeah. there's other places that don't have that set up right. correctly, it like, and oh. it shows up as just weird stuff. And That's I have like, to go back and look at things. I'm like, what the hell place was this? It says like, and then you look at it and you're like, God, why can't you get your shit right on the back end of chase.com? I'm trying to see where I'm spending money. I wonder if that leads to chargebacks. People see like, I bet it does. I'm sure it does. I'm sure Dave's it does. Grill LLC or something. And yeah. they're like, or if it's not even Dave's Grill, I don't know. Whatever. Like, our business name is three. Well, that's a sad address. Somebody out there so is swiping up. their card right now just to see how it shows up on their, <laughs> on their <laughs> right. card. Because how often do you swipe your own card, right? Like, you never do. Right. It. You did yeah, it once when you started. You're right, though. If you see a different thing and you don't even know what it is. Exactly. You're like, especially if it's a lot of money that, that you don't remember. Yeah. 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 So, all right. So then uh, maybe you have the QR code. Maybe you have physical menu. Who the hell knows? How long until the waiter is coming back? Hopefully not too long on the Okay, first so visit. you guys realize that we just did a whole thing <laughs> from start to finish. Yeah, I'm loving walking it. In, no, listen. We did walking in, sitting at the table, touching a menu, charging the card, and how you feel about it three weeks later. About your whole entire restaurant experience. Yeah. And we just spent, what, 10, 15 minutes talking about it? Yeah. We didn't even talk about the food. Nope, <laughs> or the drinks. We haven't ordered anything yet. <laughs> no, no, one order cares. no one cares <laughs> about the food. They just the want the experience. The waitress <laughs> just came back to ask us if we wanted water. Right? Still yeah. So all of that happened. We didn't even do anything yet. Yeah. So here's the other thing. Is a waiter asking you if you want water or not, or are they just automatically bringing you water to the table? Well, hopefully the questions still are sparkling. Ah, all right. Yeah. Look at you, fancy pants over there. Or rich people water or regular people water? <laughs> yeah, or bottled, bottled still or sparkling, yeah. Yeah, okay. True. So, I, I mean, yes, good question to ask. It annoys me because I've been drinking tap water my entire life. So, and I, but I appreciate at, the option. Look if at someone's me. offering me bubbles, I'm taking Five it. fingers on each hand, dog. Haven't grown another one yet, you know? You're not uh, wrong. But so, so sure, sure enough, yes, that should be the next question. How long should that wait staff member come back to that table once they've sat? I like it within within a, a minute or two to be greeted. Not necessarily taking an order, but you want someone yeah. to know. Acknowledge. So like the, the, yeah, acknowledge. Yeah, like, hello, how are you? Yeah. Okay, so uh, with that said, hey, how are you doing? Hopefully they don't make it feel fraudulent by any means. Hey, how are you doing as they walk away before you can answer <laughs> how you're doing? Uh, yeah, but that's typical in New York. Yeah. You don't have to but wait for you an You know I from Outback? They wanted us to be there in 30 seconds, and that was way That's too ridiculous. quick. Like, I people didn't even sit down yet. Yeah. I think Applebee's I was prime on a two-minute greet. It was a two-minute, right? Yeah. yeah like, I, I feel like that's correct. But yeah. at Outback, we had a coasters. They used to have coasters at the edge of the table uh. stacked, and that's how it's set. And we had to be within 30 seconds, 30 to 60 seconds coaster set around <laughs> the table. So that was how they knew the server would was yeah, there. Yeah. got there. And you had to... Uh, you know, set your coasters. Yeah. That's a really good point that you just brought up too, though. That's how you know that somebody touched the table and yeah. it, what, they haven't just been sitting there and nobody's responded to them. Because what you don't want is 100 people walking up to the same people and going, hey, have you been helped yet? Hey, yeah. hey, hey. And that just happened five times and you're like, fucking leave me alone so I can scan my QR code <laughs> like, and see what's happening. ignoring people? Like, why is it like... Yeah, so I mean, uh, yeah, Applebee's, I think, too, was like, put the napkin down. Put the bar nap onto the table. That way we know somebody got over there to say hello. Yeah, something subtle. Yeah, so Everybody I mean, it doesn't, matter. it doesn't matter what it is. The fact is, it's the same all around, kind of. Uh, and again, it's to be able to easily see responsibility. And what's that do? 
that allows a manager to know from afar that they've been greeted. They don't even have to walk over there and have any type of conversation or waste footsteps that are probably more important used elsewhere. I mean, just this room that we're sitting in that you just built out is fucking very big. <laughs> Sorry for my f bombs, everybody. It is. It is uh, a little bit big. on the large then. It's it's huge. So like, yeah, this is gonna be like a two minute touch to tables for the most part. And then again, like, how do you know that the servers got over there? Are you just watching everybody from the high castle somewhere in here? It's it's wired up. Yeah. Okay. So you, there's you a little everything. secret room above the hallway. Got HD. It. Yeah. HD cameras. Got secret it. Room. Love it. Love it. So uh, all right. So now waiter comes back. You're getting your water hopefully in a little bit because you've answered that question already. And then what's the server supposed to then do? Cocktails, right? Cocktails and food. Yeah, drinks and apps. Yeah. Kind of, hey, did you get a chance to check out this drink menu? Well, We've they got should. a killer New York sour right now. I guess depending on the establishment, maybe they should be running you through whatever specials or whatever things they have to offer you. Yeah, you know? totally. Or, you know, and exactly. And that is a point for the management to say, hey, we've got too much surplus of XX in the fridge. We're running a deal on this. Or, or this is let's in season right now. This. We have it. Let's uh, use it. Put yeah, this, yeah. yes. Push this. Jesus Christ. There you go. There you Yeah, Just we do this. Yeah, yeah. he's not. He's just nodding. Yeah. He's silently nodding as if you could hear his nod. <laughs> it's there, though. It's there. Uh, so, you can hear it? Yeah. I hear it. So, all right. Some food goes back in the system. You yep. throw in the apps, typically. Although some places... Ref- they don't like that. Some environments that you go in, they don't want the apps to go in. Before all the, they want all the And they food want the whole together. order at once, and then they want to throttle the apps. Yeah, I understand that. I mean, it depends on your operation. I, I agree. I'm just voicing things that are occurring in the world. Uh, you don't like that. You'd rather just get the app ticket and keep it going. Yeah, just keep it moving. Yeah, that way you know. Just give me all the information as in. it comes in. Cool. And especially sometimes the table's not even ready. Yeah. yeah There's no need for you to hold on to that. I mean, you could tell me not to make it yet. So, yeah, so it also like f- then... For, for me, I don't even look at the entrees. I, I look at the apps and then order apps yeah. before I even look at the entree. Exactly. Yeah. Well, one step at a time, right? Right. All right, so then... Although we'll, I usually just order everything on the menu, so... <laughs> so then I don't even the, know why they give me a menu. That is the <laughs> convenient way to In do this it, time it period that you've been sitting, right? You got your two-minute greet in. They took drinks from you. They took an app probably, too. Yep. Server then goes. They put the drinks in. They put the app in. The bar should start making the drink, theoretically, and the drink arrives back to the table in, like, another two or three minutes, I, I think. Something like that. And then, furthermore, the apps are already starting to get built out. Right. So the server comes back. They take the entree, which you found either on your QR code on the phone or, or on a physical, physical menu. Because that's the type of place we're in. We're yep. classic. Love it. Love it. All day. Physical menus. See me <laughs> in the streets. Uh, and then the rest of the food goes in. Yep. And from there... You don't really have to bother the table too much. When the drinks go down, maybe 66%. 66%. That's true. A little bit more than half. Okay. Because okay. it lets people know that they're getting to the bottom, and it's mostly ice anyway. Yeah. They'll drink through that quick if it's a cocktail. If it's a beer, kind of same thing. Chug through it. Hey, how was that? Do you want to try this one that has this, this spirit in it, maybe? That's the, the good way to go. That's what you hope for. But more often than not, you just get a. Hey, you can want I get another, you another one? one? Yeah. If you use the word "can I get you another one," there is nothing that sells less sex than that. You need to use. Well, but the they're name. Trying, they're selling cocktails, so maybe that's okay. Yeah, but you need to how use about, the name of the cocktail. How about saying, "How is everything over here?" Everything's not wonderful, but these drinks are okay. But you, you don't know? get a true answer when you say that. No, right? but I, I don't think that's the way you should say. Yeah. It. I don't think so either. No, you know, like. Uh, I, I don't think no. You should be noticing right, on the spot what they right need. now. How do you, how do you approach a table? What's on the table? 
Doesn't matter. It's a 33... No, it does matter because I make a specific reference. Okay. It's they, a 33% full drink, same as we used before. Yeah, they they finished their apps. They just have cocktails. They're waiting on their entrees. Can no. I get what the drink was? It was this New York Sour. Yeah. New York Sour? Yeah. So I'd say, how'd you like that New York Sour? That was fantastic. In fact, I'm almost kind of through with it. I, I want to say... Should I get another one working? But I feel like you're going to judge me. No, I wasn't going to judge anything. I think if the customer Only because you like said that, you don't like, can I get another one? Yeah, but if they but, already responded and well, said they I, liked I, it. Yeah, if, I like, if you already stated what the drink was, you already fortified the strength of you know, the name. They right. ordered a actual cocktail, right? Like then, hey, you loved it so much the first time, you want to do it again? Let's go. See? There's nothing wrong with that. That's a, that's a nice way to put it without saying, can I get you another one? Correct. You know? Yeah, because if you just say another one, it almost downplays the cost, especially going back. Unless $17 cocktails, $16 cocktails. Voice. Another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, but it justifies more so the price factor that you have there as well. So, yeah, you've got, you've got your second drink now. We're sitting at the table. The apps are in. The, you know, you've eaten them. Now the entree should be coming in a little bit, right? Yeah. After, after your second drink? That's how it works. I, I like the speed, but yeah, the it, entree should be coming. Let's speed this stuff up. Oh, yeah, appetizers, first drink, entree, second yeah. drink, we're there. More ice, more yep. ice, more ice. Let's yep. get to where we got to go. Rock and roll. Uh, so with that said, then what do you expect the server to be doing next? Cleaning off all those app plates, right? Before the entrees get there, yeah. Yeah, totally. Want to clean the table. And it, and Less... And make sure there's no empty glasses. It's everything. Everything's got to go. If it's not useful on the table, it's got to go. Got to go. Why don't people understand that, though? Except for the menu. You should leave the menu on the table. Well, it's a QR code anyway, so what's it matter? But if you have a menu, you leave it on the table. Okay, so they could revisit the drink list? Yes. If it's on that list. Yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. When people want to peruse. Maybe they're out of conversation with their significant other they've been dating for the last, like, 10 years. Uh, they should be married by then, though, right? Well, you know, and you know, yeah, ten years, yeah, yeah. no problem. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Should I get off the pot time? Yeah, so they just start checking some things out, and they start looking around. Probably, they're looking around. The waiter thinks they need something; they don't need anything. He's like, ah, I'm just looking around. They need someone to come over and respark the conversation. Yeah. So, all right. So this is a table check, right? And or, or a guest check, whatever you want to call it, or a table touch. Who's doing this? Don't come over and say, "How's everything over here?" Yeah. No. This is a different. This is a different drop by now. You can't use the same trick once, twice, right. twice, <laughs> right. once. <laughs> right. Also, don't use that same trick once. Uh, so who's doing table touches? Do you have a manager that's dedicated to do this? I think you should have, I mean, it depends on the operation, right? You might have a server doing all the table touches. Maybe the host does table touches as they, the host is trying to feel the flow as where that table is. Are they going to get dessert? Are they not? How much longer do I have if you're trying to turn it? Okay. Maybe you have a manager do the table touches. I like to make sure that I get to every, all my first-time guests. So you want to you want to see and create an impact and say, "Hey, this is my space. Welcome. I hope that you're enjoying everything. Where are you coming from?" Yeah, like, if it's your first time in the res- restaurant, I want to make sure I speak to you. Yeah, we're not being too talky, but we're being talky enough where you've so met a me. A little introduction. Yeah, and they're gonna tell their friends. Oh came over and he exactly. talked to me and he said nice things and he asked me where I'm from and he said he liked my eyes they were blue exactly yeah. yep I'm doing so, the head nod again so. and, that, and that creates impact though and people are going to tell their friends about that and it's so easy to do you were already walking around the restaurant anyway making sure everything was okay I mean if you speak to most of the employees that say that, that all I do is walk around the restaurant see so why not hit two birds one stone right there you go <laughs> so alright now the entrees come 
they're beautiful. People are taking their photos out. They're Instagramming it. They're saying, oh, I'm at Smokehouse Tailgate, and it shows right up the moment they start Googling it because they're in close proximity of it. They're probably from that town where the restaurant is anyway. Like, these, these are literally what happens when somebody goes out. But you forget it when you're on the tail end or behind in the kitchen or wherever the hell you're managing because you don't realize what it's like going through the actual system. So you eat your food. It's probably you're full already. You had two drinks by accident because the server was really good. You had your app. You've ate, eaten three bites. Thank you. You've eaten three <laughs> bites of uh, your entree, and now you're full. You kind of push it off to the side. Now, here's an argument that, that happens all the time, and you can't win this argument. Do you leave both plates together, or do you bust out the one that needs to go? I take the one to go. You take, If one's finished, you're taking it out of here. Yeah. Now, if your clientele is like 45, 50 plus, they might want... Thank you. They might, I'm getting glare of sun in my eye. Uh, they might want that plate sitting around. And you might get chastised for taking it prematurely. The extra plate? No, like the entree plate that was finished, even though the other person still I've gotten it. chastised for removing a plate before. Yeah, everyone has. It's like one of those things where you can't win. So it's a core memory in my life behind the bar. I got, like, yelled at. I was 15 on the summer of 2002. Well, the guy put it, he pushed it, he pushed it, like, on the bartender side of the bar yeah it was like, on my side you know where the drink rail is yeah, yeah. like uh, not like the bar side of totally. it totally he pushed it and it was like tilted into the drink rail see so i grabbed it i thought he wanted it out of the way and he oh. starts yelling me why you take my plate and i'm like i don't know you pushed it like it was garbage but it was done and he was just started yelling at me it was a big scene was he with somebody else yeah he's with a bunch of people all right so he was like waiting for them to finish before you took it but he pushed it over the side. No, I get it. He, he got rid of it, and you did what you were supposed to do. Yeah, you took and then it and he started yelling, space. and I was like, I thought it was garbage. He's like, you call my food garbage? And I was like, See, so, it was a big thing. So as a result of getting yelled at a million times throughout my life for that, I started just asking people that were a little bit older that I thought were maybe in oh, the you, zone you of You say yelling. something, for sure. Say, as, like, can I get this out of your way for you? Correct. Yeah. And sometimes they'll stop you, and sometimes they'd give you the hand usher uh, where right. it's like, take it. As yeah. in, yes. Take it. You're free to you're free to take this plate. You're free to remove my plate that I've eaten. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and then after that, the other person finishes their food. Maybe something gets wrapped. Don't say. Up are you box. working? Are you still working? No. Yeah. Are you still working on this here? Don't say that. It's not work. It's pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. And that's the thing is that people use words that are negative words in this industry a lot, and they don't pay attention to it. They don't even realize they do it. Like people say, "Can you give me the bar rag?" not a rag it's a towel it's clean rags are dirty right? right it's a towel right also stop putting them in your back pocket it's ridiculous um the so the end of the meal comes server comes back they've brought a little to-go thing everything was great can i interest you in sex appeal words sex appeal words sex appeal word ice cream like how do you describe that ice cream you want three words in front of the ice cream? Well, like, the ice cream might be, like, a raspberry something. So, like, let's sell that. Oh, like, the descriptive flavor words. Homemade, I you were going to say, can I interest you in some cold, cold, cold ice cream? Raspberry gelato over a oh, you're sounding warm better. baked cookie. You're you know what better. I mean? Like, let's sell it. And then they're instantly going to buy it. And then that's your last chance to add on to that ticket. Coffee. I'll bring you a little coffee as well, which is... I'd love some coffee. Which is roasted fresh by or Coffee a, Labs. Or a cordial. Or a cordial. Sure, exactly. But Bam. Like, now we're talking. You just added $35 to that check. 
it's not hard. It's not hard to do this and make sure that people have a good time while they're out. And I, I think that if you own a restaurant, you should go through the steps of what's actually happening. Like, you go out and don't take your best server that you think you're going to have a great time with. Take whatever, you know, server's in the middle, right? Take your average person that works a couple days a week. They know some things. They don't know some things. Kind of critique it in the back of your head. Don't critique anything that they're doing right there on the spot. Write it down on your phone or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, they're going to be a little nervous because they're, you know, the owner's waiting on them some. They're trying to impress or they're trying to do something the right way where they might over try to do it. And then with that said, have a talk with the whole staff about things on the next meeting. Hey, how do we increase steps of service? How do we use positive words? How do we make sure that we keep drinks filled at the right time? Like, let's, let's go over my time here, and I'm not getting at anybody, but this is what happened. This was a missed opportunity, not a, you fucked up. It was a missed opportunity. You missed it. We could have done better here, 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 and this is how we should attack this. And then I bet revenues go up. 100%. You don't have to make that bet. Oh, okay. You weren't going to take it. It was a stupid bet to take, right? Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But that's it. That's it. That's literally going out from front to back. And even in the middle. And in the middle. Uh, that's, what, that's all I got to say. Reflect on this, you know? You want, like reflect. right now? Just reflect on Can this. Can I think about bit. it for a week and get back to you? Yes, you may. But I don't think we reflect. We covered a lot as far as experience goes. No, we did. This is like the full restaurant experience in a dining aspect. I'm going to think about this on the next place that I go dine out later on. We should, we should take some notes and come back, like homework. Yeah, I'll revisit. I'll revisit with some dining notes that I found, okay? Are you going to go out on a Friday? Yeah. I'm not. I'll be working. Yeah. Let me know what it's like. I'll tell you. Oh, I'll <laughs> tell you all right. All right. <laughs> take us out of here. Wait, I get to do the algorithms? Uh, I guess we don't have algorithms now. <laughs> Nooms, where'd you go? <laughs> Nooms!